How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, I'm Jules. Hello, I'm Sarah. And welcome to an overseas version of Jules and Sarah, the podcast. Yes, welcome where we've gone international. Jules, could you please give your exact location? I'm at a hotel in Sydney, precise location, Chippendale. I'm not going to go any further than that because obviously the paparazzi will be outside and I haven't got my Victoria Beckham heels with me, so I don't want to be packed. <laughs> and I have seen said hotel room. A lot of panelling. There's a lot of panelling going on there. Yeah, it's an, it's an old converted uh, hotel slash bar. Um, so for me, I'm not drinking this week um, because it's a super busy work week. So I, I still feel like I'm out, yeah. which is good. <laughs> I, I, my room is an old bar that's just basically got a bed in it and a posh light. Um, and it's called a boutique, which yeah. you know, is a real see on the word boutique hotel. <laughs> you know, when you said it's an old converted, not much conversion gone on. Not a lot of renovations happened there. No, by renovation, I mean a, a wood polish and a double mattress. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yes. Slung in on the floor. I do wonder if they've overbooked and last week they were like, quick, turn the middle floor bar. We can just shove a bed in it. Nobody will know. Call it boutique. Yeah, someone will pay too much for it. Done. And here yeah. I am. <laughs> oh my gosh. Are you horribly jet lagged? I'm okay. I'm okay. I think I've done this route, London, Sydney, so many times. So I'm kind of used, like I'm always land in the evening and then you can just go to bed and just be done with it. Yeah. This morning I was up at 5.45 and in a yoga and meditation class by six. Good heavens. I basically found this studio. Um, You do it in the dark and it has this sound frequency. It's called humming buzz, I think. The sound, it's like white noise. So you're meditating with this amazing white noise on and sound baths and gongs. (laughs) I was in my element. I bought the. Ho- I bought like an introductory offer. I was like, I don't live here, but I'll blast this for two weeks. I'm going to come back horizontal. I thought you were going to say, I bought the CD. I'm going to play it again. <laughs> 
it sounds that's the question. I wonder if they've got one. But is the most amazing yoga studio I've ever seen in my life. If you live in Sydney, it's on um, Abercrombie Street, and they serve the most insane chrysanthemum tea. <laughs> I nearly took part. <laughs> I love the CD, I love the tea, I love the lot, I love the mat. Thanks very much. A humming noise in the dark. You could just sit at home and open the fridge. Just saying. No. Ports Lucru, <laughs> you want to recreate Jules' experience at home? Why not put all the lights off? <laughs> Stinted or vintage. That's it. Pop a dehumidifier on and you're away. Uh, <laughs> um, it was funny though. Like, have you ever done it? So basically, in this uh, meditation, they put, make you put two fingers on your third eye and a thumb on a nostril and then you do that circular breathing where you breathe in through one nostril and breathe out through the other well because I'm jet lagged and I've been on the plane one of my nostrils was so whistly (laughs) so I'm in this yoga studio (laughs) with all these like people that are so yogi and look like they just live on lemon and avocado and I am there with this whistly nostril at the back like (laughs) (laughs) I was like oh letting me down I love that there's London Jules who consumes a whole cheese board and three bottles of red wine on a Monday night. And then there's Sydney Jules who doesn't drink, has chrysanthemum tea and goes to learn the circular breathing. I love it. I also bought apple cider vinegar de- today to shot because um, it like helps me with my jet lag. But I forgot that my body absolutely hates it. And so I did mm. the shot of it and I was like, oh my God, this is awful. And I was like bent over backwards like my throat was like oh I think I might be allergic but I'm just gonna push through sure best to push through with these things I find (laughs) I love speaking of doing shots you don't want to do I need to tell you what happened to me in Singapore airport during the change of flights go on oh my god so um land in Singapore have not slept on my first flight which was 12 hours because I strategically sleep on the second flight what did you do for 12 hours oh my god Sarah I watched um Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them The Curse of Grindelwald (laughs) which actually gave me inspiration to dress like Johnny Depp in that film which really bucks my boho trend and takes me more witchy but either way I'm now obsessed with Johnny Depp (laughs) great Good. Oh, I can just imagine you watching it and doing some sketches. (laughs) I screen grabbed his hair and took it to the barbers today. I was like, I want this. And they were like, that's bleach blonde, sir. I was like, I don't mean the bleach. I just mean the undercut. (laughs) And then I found this amazing season called The Discovery of Witches, which is is based on a trilogy by an author. I can't remember what. But it's all about vampires and demons. You know I love that kind of stuff. Yeah, sure. Well, each episode was 45 minutes long, and it was an eight-episode box set. So I was completely done by the time we landed. You were tucked in. So anyway, got to um, Singapore Airport, and I was like, right, I'll just go and brush my teeth and just kind of freshen up a little bit before the next flight so I'm in the men's bathroom and there's this little elderly man who was struggling so much with you know the little mini um toothpastes that that they give you yes very small very small and this guy had bright neon blue glasses on which I'm not sure what they meant if they were a look or if it was a procedure sure but (laughs) he looked to be having difficulty with um the plastic seal that sealed the toothpaste so I was like, oh, sir, here, let me help you. Like, obviously, being the kind, angelic Samaritan that I am. And I, I then couldn't get it open because I was too slippery from moisturiser, which he didn't understand really what I was saying. So I was like, <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> he 
wasn't. He just didn't understand that. I was like, oh, I'm sorry, it's my, my overnight retinol. Just give me two seconds. <laughs> so then managed to burst the seal of the toothpaste, squeezed it on for him, put it on his toothbrush, and he started brushing. He's only bloody brushing dentures, and his teeth fell out into the oh, sink. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I was like, holy Jesus, what do I do now? And he was like, oh, my teeth, where are they? So I had to, like, guide him hand to his teeth and then put them under the sink for him and then help him back put them back in. You had to put them back in? No, no, I did not put them back in. I, mean, I put them in his hand. I thought, he's going to know what he's doing here better than I will. Yeah. Do sit back in the chair, sir. Let's have a look. So then, then, um, he said, is this mouthwash here? So I was like, oh, yeah, here, let me put it in a little cup for you because they provided you with mouthwash. He shot at it. Oh, my God. I feel ill. He just swilled it and then swallowed it. I was like, oh, my God. Oh. I didn't know what to do. Oh, my God. That really, that's really gone through me. Oh, my God. I was like, this is the oh last God. thing I need, being with a corpse in Singapore <laughs> airport. I don't need this on my record. <laughs> oh, and then he, he was fine, totally fine yeah, and normal. great. Good good on him. Good luck to him. Oh, my God. Some people have espresso. I try apple cider vinegar. This man does mouthwash. Yes, I fine. I would not recommend to anyone. Each to their own. Each to... <laughs> he looked about 94, though, so maybe that's the elixir of life. Yeah, I'm not maybe sure, it but is. I'm not going to try it. Yeah, maybe it is. Continental travel and shotting mouthwash. <laughs> what, what Listerine aren't telling you? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Listen, will we do a bit of correspondence? Oh my gosh, let's. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
So, obviously, I am in Sydney, and I've had loads of lovely DMs from Portsaloo crew who are in Australia. Um, if you're coming to Mechaland, which is over the weekend, I'm so excited to meet you. Please come over and say hello. Please tell me that you're Portsaloo crew, um, so I can give you an extra special hug. But I don't think I'll be doing a meetup in Sydney. My schedule is pretty mental. I might do one. Please stay tuned to my social. But if you're coming to Mechaland, I can't wait to meet you. So I have dived into the DMs on Jules and Sarah podcast on Instagram and I found a gorgeous little number from Barbara. Hello, Barbara. Hi, Barbara. Hi, Barbara. Having a really hard day today. Was told I am being let go of my job on my day back from the worst flu I've had in years and my friends are away for school for the next term. I'm trying to look on the bright side and think about my family dinner this weekend and my darling boyfriend coming for a visit from out of town, treating ourselves to a fancy Airbnb. B. The podcast is giving me a little giggle during my lunch break. I can't thank you both enough. You never fail to make me smile. Lots of love, Barbara. That's divine. Gorgeous, Barbara. Send me loads and loads of love. Um, I've had one here on the Jules and Sarah Portsaloo Crew Facebook page. Um, my local supermarket now stocks Portsaloo. I couldn't believe my eyes. Bought some, blinked my eyes, and suddenly half the wedge was gone. Yeah. Anyone else had experiences with, with disappearing cheese? <laughs> Daily, darling. It just happens, doesn't it? One minute it's there, the next you've slithered it off to a mere crumb at the end. I believe that when you unwrap Portsaloo, you can turn away and there's Portsaloo fairies that just gobble it up when yeah. you're not looking. It just happens. It absolutely just happens. And the thing is as well with Portsaloo, when you're cutting it, once you've made the incision, you're committed, aren't you? You're going in there. Stressful, yeah. I would say. <laughs> yeah. You can get in touch anytime. I am at this Sarah Powell. And I'm at Jules Bunhap. You can write to us as well. We will give out the address at the end of the podcast. Now, Sheila... Or Ken? How are they? Ken. Now, Ken has been in... um, He got himself in a bit of a flat after last week's episode. Right. The dog up the waterproof trousers. Cast your mind back, Portsaloo crew, because (laughs) there was an incident incident with Dad's friend, Mike, and some barbed wire and a strong gust of wind. Um, So Dad, out out of, like, excitement for the episode, sent the episode to Mike, and um, was like, oh, oh, just so you know, um, your story made my son's podcast. Mike didn't text back for over 24 hours. Oh. Ken <laughs> said, I sent the message and suddenly went into a dark sweat. I had to go to bed and lie down and stare at the ceiling for what felt like eternity waiting for Mike to text back. I said, Dad, you're in a bromance. I said, this is what's happened. <laughs> Looking out for the three dots. So, um, Mike then eventually did reply. Loved it, absolutely loved it, daughter loved it, wife loved it. I was like, oh, he's spreading the word. (laughs) But the image for me is is Mike, who I've never met, who I'm sure is totally lovely, has now listened to our podcast. I mean, what the hell is he thinking of what we met? I've got an image of Mike sat with his family, like in the front room with just the podcast playing and them all listening in, you know, like a sort of ye olde time around the wireless. That's what I'm imagining them taking it all in, thinking, I think, I, what I, the I, hell I think that is, is actually this? what happened. Yeah. <laughs> 
I do hope for everyone's sake that they skip to that part that they didn't sit through. <laughs> All the nonsense about my bedroom door. Oh, I was going to ask you, I was going to ask you, how did the, after you dyed your jeans, I was worried to death about Dutch putting on his white wash. Was everything okay? Everything was fine. So basically, Portaloo crew, I was supposed to put another dark wash on after I dyed my black jeans and had forgotten. Yeah. Dutch left Sarah and my Oliver bonus event early to go wash his white shirt mm. and then told me that he had his white shirts in the wash. And so for a whole tube ride home, I was like, I'm going home to Dove Grey. I know that's what I'm walking through the door to. <laughs> and what happened? Oh, they came out absolutely pristine white. He put bleach in there with them, so it was totally fine. Oh, thank God. Another reason that we all love Vanish. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Amen and Vanish. As we always say, if you are listening, do get in touch. <laughs> <laughs> I think I shout out Vanish more than any other brand on my stories. I'm like, oh, just gonna van- like I vanished the grill pan the other night. Sensational. I don't. I didn't think vanish could be used on cookery goods. Well, that's not what they'd say, but I can assure you oh, really? that a little I, sprinkle, I like a dishwashing rag, so or are you just... cleaning your pot with like dish like washing yeah, detergent? I'm mixing. I, I'm doing a bit of alchemy. I am bringing it on over. So you get your vanish, your powdered vanish that you'd use for your white shirts. You bob a little bit of it on the grill pan, bit of hot water, leave it overnight. You come to that in the morning, you'll be amazed. I'm just flying red flags left, right, yeah. and I'm also seeing. I'm also seeing a TV show. Yes. <laughs> Cleaning with Sarah. I'm, I'm quite the Mrs. Hinch these days, actually. <laughs> Don't read that health and safety warning. Just throw it in. They say it's for clothes, but honestly, you'd be amazed. <laughs> yeah, be careful out there, Portsley crew. Steady as you go. <laughs> oh, my gosh. How the hell is June? June. You'll love this. I rang June. She went, oh, I've just dropped a yoghurt pot. I'll have to call you back. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's the worst. It's Isn't the worst. It? Also, when the lid um, yogurt down. Oh, it's just yogurt because it flies. Of course, droplets, droplets of yogurt flying up skirting boards, um, and you notice them later on after you've done the full clean up. You're like, oh, there's a bit of yogurt still going. Anyway, she... That's like me with sourdough. Yeah. That's like me with sourdough crumbs. I'm finding them. We have it on Saturday. I'm finding them on Thursday. I'm like, what the hell is that doing here? And <laughs> um, June... Oh, while we're on the subject, while we're on the subject, just as a sideline, yeah. on the fly, oh my God, they brought me beans uh, on, like, as part of my breakfast, but not in a pot, which oh. instantly stressed me out. I was like, oh my God, what are these beans doing here? Mate... I was that far away from my table. I kept dropping beans all over my duvet. I was like, oh, no, what am I going to do? So I kept trying to pick them up. And beans were just spreading everywhere. And you know when you've got bean juice on your fingers and you're like, there isn't enough napkins. And then she came and folded my duvet at the end. And all these beans just kept dropping off. I was like, I'm the most unsheathed right now. I just wanted to, like, roll over and die. You don't understand. I don't even like beans. (laughs) It was an unwelcome surprise. I didn't even want these beans and now look (laughs) oh my god so June June 
has started dog training classes again because Ruby, it turns out, is being naughty on the lead, right? We should um, explain. Uh, what's she doing? Uh, pulling, doesn't want to go, doesn't want to go certain ways. In fact, oh my gosh, my friend Jojo told me this story yesterday. She'd been out for the school run and taken her dog out with her and the dog sat on the pavement and refused to walk home. She had to drag him home. I said, why would he do it? And she said, because he knows he's going home and not to the park. He knows which way the park is and he sat on the pavement and wouldn't move because he knew it was the wrong direction. How big is a dog? Massive. He's lovely, Biff. He's a great big um, Irish terrier. Sat on the pavement, but he knows the way to the park. (gasps) Isn't that amazing? (laughs) Now, the dog trainer, I mean, he's, he's something of a Cheshire legend, actually. Vic Barlow. June has gone back to dog training classes with Vic Barlow. But she said what was very funny was it was all people in this class with dogs that didn't suit them, right? So they were all, it was like a mismatch. You know how they say dogs look like their owners? This was like the opposite. So she said there was a very, very tall man with a very, very tiny dog, right? And so this man, this dog wouldn't stop barking, right? And this guy had to get on his hands and knees, like right down to the dog with his finger saying, no, no, no. While this dog was just like, he's like, no, no, no. No. And in the end, Vic Barlow went, you, you take him over there and, and practice stopping it barking. So that was the whole session. <laughs> Mum said just in the background, there was just this guy on all fours going, no, no, no. And then she said, she said, <laughs> she said, there was a tiny little woman with a very big black hairy dog and Vic, and that was very naughty. <laughs> Vic Barlow said, bring your dog over here, Geraldine. And mum said it was very stupid and very hairy. And she said, she said, and Geraldine, what did they tell you it was when they when you bought it? And she went, it's a Labradoodle. He said, well, I've never seen a Labradoodle as big as this. But mum was said it was hilarious. <laughs> stupid, big and hairy sounds like half the men I've dated. <laughs> Also, there was this, and she couldn't remember the name of the breed, but it's like a Japanese fighting dog. Like, they're quite aggressive. Oh, my God. No, well, that was there. Anyway, turns out it had been in therapy, right? (laughs) (laughs) The dog had been in therapy. And Vic Barlow went everywhere. And last year, Julie, what was he like? Oh, he would have bitten your hand off, Vic. And there it was, just lying down, this dog. But mum said nobody wanted to go near it. Nobody wanted to, like, stand near it or stand beside it. And then then there was another one. There was a miniature uh, Sheltie called Primrose, who mum said was very sweet, right? And they they did, like, an agility. You put your dog at one end. (laughs) You put your dog at one end, and then it has to run to you. It has to run to you. But this thing... (laughs) It had really long hair and it couldn't see the owner. So it was running, but it couldn't find her. This is like behind the scenes of Crust. I know, it was absolutely hilarious. But the final thing that he said, which mum said they couldn't stop laughing, he goes to people's houses to do one-on-ones, right? And he says, you know, usually it's the owner's fault and not the dog if the dog is badly behaved, right? And there was this one lady, he got there, you know, she was completely fraught. She was totally worn out with the whole thing. 
Anyway, they were doing it, you know, they were doing the session and everything. She said, will you be much longer? And he said, oh, well, I normally do an hour and a half. And she went, oh, right. And he said, oh, well, look, we can wrap it up early. Do you need to go out? And she said, no, the dog likes to watch Countdown at five. (laughs) 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 He loves watching Countdown at five. And Vic was like, well, there's your problem. He's ruling the roost. A hundred percent. Also, Sky Plus. Oh, gosh. I mean, that did feel like news from the North. But shall we do news from the North? Oh, my God. Well, it's so, so funny that we've just had dog chat because mine is a dog-related news from the North. And it's from Australia. Amazing. Australian family walking dog named Lucky discovers $24,000 gold nugget. Good heavens! An Australian dog named Lucky has lived up to his name. Um, As the Bendigo advertiser reports, a family from Bendigo in Victoria were walking their pet on May 12th when they literally stumbled upon a hunk of rock resembling gold on the ground. Experts have confirmed that the 20-ounce nugget is indeed gold and it's in intact state is worth an estimated $24,000. A father and his two daughters, who wish to remain anonymous, yes. were taking dog, dog, <laughs> lucky, for a morning walk when one of the girls hit something with her foot. She noticed it wasn't an ordinary rock and asked if dad, it might be gold. He suspected it was and took their find to a nearby supermarket to weigh it on the deli scale. <laughs> could earn the family a small fortune if they wish to sell it. The father says he does plan to find a buyer eventually. He had been struggling financially and he told the Benigo advertiser the lucky event couldn't be better timing. The family has decided to keep the location of the discovery a secret. They plan to go on more walks in the area in hopes of striking gold twice. Oh my gosh, that is amazing. The deli, I would never even think of the deli counter. I know. What must they have seen on the deli counter? <laughs> yeah. I'm checking in tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Now, this has come in from a lovely member of the Portsloo crew, Abby. So, hello, Abby, and thank you very, very much for this. Hi, Abby. Hi, Abby. This is from Wales Online. There's a sheep loose on a Swansea council estate, and loads of people are reporting sightings. Six days ago, I know, bedlam. Six days ago, an unusual visitor popped up in a Swansea council estate and casually went about her business. As she ambled along the roads and stopped off on the verges, passers-by started to slow down and take pictures. It wasn't that a sheep was an odd sight in Wales. After all, there are over a million of them in the country. But it is not often that you see one in a city suburb far away from any obvious farmland. There's a very, very funny picture. So far, the woolly animal has roamed some three miles around the Mayhill area, always one step ahead of the people trying to catch her. Not even the farmer who owns the sheep, which has been given the nickname Dolly by the locals, had managed to end her Swansea vacation. But as more and more people have taken to social media to report her latest move, she has gained quite the following. She was first spotted in Allen Road, Mayhill on Wednesday, May the 8th. A couple of hours later, she had moved down to Townhill Road. Jill Trick, who reported the sheep to South Wales Police and the Swansea City Warden, went out to find her, but Dolly seems to have melted back into the bushes. Posting on Facebook, Mrs. <laughs> <laughs> 
posting on Facebook, Mrs. <laughs> an amazing use of words. <laughs> yeah. Mrs. Trick said she's been all over the hill, even to the farmer's arms in North Hill area, which was the last sighting I know of at around 8pm on Thursday. Who knows where she'll turn up later today, but I hope she's safe out there at the moment, and I hopefully, sorry, I've completely lost my Welsh accent, and hopefully caught soon as it's driven me nuts with her all over the place, I will be counting her in my sheep over and over again. I don't know why Mrs. Trick's got herself so involved. She added that she didn't want any have-a-go heroes turning up to try and catch the sheep. On Friday, she was spotted again, this time in Gwynedd Avenue. She seemed to be headed towards Juan Gwen and then Emlyn Road. She spent her Friday afternoon in someone's back garden. Early Sunday morning, Paul Reed was on his way to work along Gores Avenue when Dolly casually strolled past. Mr Reed said, I was walking to work at 20 past seven and saw what I thought was a big dog from a distance until I got closer. It walked past me and carried on walking the Gores Avenue. By Sunday afternoon, Dolly had taken up residence on the steps leading down to busy Carmarthen Road. The Mayhill residents soon took it in turns to try and locate her, but every time she went to the place she was last seen, she had disappeared. She's like a jack-in-the-box. She pops up everywhere, said one. Swansea Council has confirmed it was aware of the lost sheep, which, as of Tuesday afternoon, has still evaded capture. Oh, my God, that's so good. That is one of the best, isn't it? Abby, I mean, I can't thank you enough for bringing that to our attention. Just I like wonderful. this sheep. I'm really into Dolly. I mean, Spending I'm... her Friday afternoon in one's backyard. <laughs> I'm seeing a feature-length film, actually, Dolly the Great Adventure. Indie, an indie style film. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I feel like uh, Bill Nye would be very interested in being one of the Welsh captures. <laughs> <laughs> Celia Imry, perhaps as Mrs. Trick. That's what I'm imagining. <laughs> oh my gosh. Now, do you want to play the game? Yes. Jules, in light of the doggy news from Australia and also Vic Barlow's training, you have 20 seconds to name as many dogs as you possibly can. Go! St. Bernard, Irish Wolfhound, uh, King Charles Spaniel, Cocker Spaniel, uh, Cockapoo, um, oh my gosh, uh, Greyhound, Whippet, Alsatian, uh, Golden Retriever, Yorkshire Terrier, Airedale Terrier, um, Dachshund, um, oh God, Longhead Dachshund. And that's oh. it. I mean, that was that was marvellous. That was marvellous. That was 13. Well, thank Yeah, I am looking at dogs at the moment, so <laughs> that, that's my evenings on Pinterest well spent. <laughs> yes. It's really paid off, darling. It's really I lovely. keep wanting to get Dutch, a sausage dog, just because the image of Dutch, a six foot five blonde uh, man with the tiniest dog ever walking around yeah. the park is just too good. Oh and I want to call it, like, my Lucy had an idea of calling her dog uh, Barbara, my best friend. And so she wanted to yell Barbara in the park. Yes. Barbara! Barbara! So yelling Barbara after a tiny, tiny sausage dog. Just, it will never not amuse me. No, just marvellous. Oh my gosh. Listen, we love you getting in touch. You can write to us. The address is the Portsloo Crew HQ. P.O. Box. Six. Six. Seven. Four. Seven. <laughs> London. N.W. Five. 9G8. Perfect. Um, and we do always finish, of course, on Jules's word or affirmation of the week. What have you gone for? 
It's a word that I no joke heard a woman use in a Vietnamese restaurant last night. Go on. Stoked. <laughs> Could you use it in the sentence, please? I'm not even joking you, Sydney. I am so stoked to be here. Oh, lovely. Well, may she have a lovely time. (laughs) (laughs) We adore you for listening and we will see you next time. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.